Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Well, hello again, everybody. Passion and Purpose here in the midst of the crisis that we find ourselves in worldwide. But what I love about Jesus is that he is not in crisis. Uh, he is on his throne. He sees and knows all things, and he is committed to leading us through this well. And for most of us, that has always been uh, uh, simply listening and obeying and responding to Jesus. None of that's going to change. We're in more than ever. Actually, I think it's our greatest opportunity to get close to Jesus and obey. But I'm um, here with Drew Stedman. Drew's going to kind of lead us through a little conversation here on kind of what is God saying? What's God speaking? Because obviously that is what the body of Christ is asking. We're all asking that personally. And uh, Drew, lead us through that conversation. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I found with the prophetic over the years, it's makes a great road sign, but a bad road map. Mm. What that means is you, when God gives you a word, you don't always know what it, how to, uh, how to apply it. And I think when you start getting into try to predicting all of what it means, right. it's almost always different. Yes. But it makes a great road sign because when you get there, you get to look back at what the Lord, the word mm. of the Lord was and mm. all of a sudden it comes into focus. And right. So yeah. that's what I've done along the ways is I make try to make decisions in wisdom as you, you've let out so well of, okay, in this moment, what's the wise choice? But then often I find myself going back through old journals and everything and being like, wow, this is exactly yeah. what God spoke years ago. I could right. never have predicted how we right. were going to get here, could yeah. never have predicted what it was going to look like. But now that I'm here, I'm so encouraged because what it tells me is God's in this. Yes. Right. And that's that's, I think, often why God gives us these words is to encourage us mm -hmm. that he is in control. He is in this and mm -hmm. he is with us. I'm going to do a quick freebie of this is why we always write down the words we get. Yes. And, Good. you know, so many times I'll get somebody will come up to me, give me some random word in the moment. I'm like, OK, whatever. <laughs> but I write it down. Yeah. And then I find myself I going back through, I start to see themes, I start to see what God's doing and just yes. write it down, not gonna hurt you. Yep. And more than you know, you're gonna end up encouraged someday when you need it. So yeah. that, that's the backdrop. And so I thought with that, with that in mind, Jimmy, why don't you take us into what have been our words that we have sure. felt that you think are relevant to this? And many of the, actually all of these, I think we'll talk about are sure. things you've preached publicly. Sure. Um, but why don't we go back all the way back to 2015? Right. What are some of the words we got then? And then we're going to just march through to see, I, I just want to hear yeah. your perspective with all that's gone on. Sure. How are we looking at those words? Yeah. So, you know, we, we had gathered all of our worldwide leaders, over a thousand people in uh, Colorado and, we um, were seeking the Lord. Uh, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? God spoke to us so clearly through so many voices, so many scriptures. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 would be a part of that. I'm about to do something new. Will you not be aware of it? And um, what happened in that moment was there was such a sense of urgency. The next five years will determine the decade to come and um, that we needed to respond wholeheartedly. We needed to live with urgency, but not anxiety. Ooh, that's a good and word. So we started mapping out, all right, we know God's speaking to us. We have Isaiah 54, 2 and 3, which was always a key scripture for us. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, wake up, the time's now, come on, 
Let's do this. So that sense of urgency without anxiety for sharing the gospel, getting our lives right with God, lining up our systems and our structures so that we could be ready for whatever God wanted to do. So as I look back, I'm saying, wow, I am so thankful that God spoke that so that where where we are today, we're we're positioned to be able to right. to really respond to what God's doing. Our people are serving around the world. They have their basic values. We've got structures of communication set up. We've got tools in our hand to be able to respond in this hour, and in uh, the relational network to hold it. So that that is really huge. Yeah, I was actually looking at an old journal because I write down my words. Mm-hmm. And we had this, some friends in the body of Christ had come through that year in 2015 yeah. in February. Mm-hmm. And in my notes from five years ago, they had said that your 2020 is gonna be a real significant year for Antioch. Yeah. And I know even as we said five years, we specifically in that meeting said 2020. Yes. And so internally we've started yeah. developing all of our plans based on the idea of the year mm-hmm. 2020. Yes. And not just that one word, but mm-hmm. we've, we've carried that for five years. Yeah. And none of us could have expected what 2020 was going to hold, but right. just responding as best we knew. It's amazing how God has, has led us to this mm-hmm. point. And of course, you know, all of us would rather get through this and be on the other side. Sure. But God's prepared us. And that's been super encouraging for me. Just Absolutely. seeing five years ago, we started speaking about this. He's he's not caught off guard. Yeah. And, and I know you remembered this, but we had a real significant healing uh, for one of our long-term workers. We had uh, our dear friend, Brett. He and his family have served overseas for many, many years. And he had had a neck problem that had caused migraine headaches. Uh, the inability to even hold his own children for 28 years. This dramatic, uh, inoperable challenge just literally to live day by day. And God had done some significant things over the last 28 years, but it was still very uh, serious and, um, and, and a broken place in his own life physically. Well, he got dramatically healed as more of an affirmation of, and I'm with you and my powers here, and what I'm calling you to is possible. And those dramatic moments of a word from the Lord, a dramatic sign with our friends healing, um, was just a real catalyst for us to say, all right, let's go, the gun's gone off, we're gonna live with urgency, but not, not anxiety, and we're gonna go for it. And that's been our journey the last five years. So that's five years, so what about the last you know, two years, 18 months, what's, yeah. what's God been speaking? Yeah, so it's been very significant. You know, um, I was preparing for our U.S. conference in the summer of 2018 and just calling us back as a movement to what I call an apostolic revelation of Jesus. You know, that, that, that clarion Jesus, you are Lord, you are King, first love, first place, let's get back to that. Uh, an apostolic lifestyle. When I mean apostolic, what, the New Testament church, Book of Acts, lifestyle of sacrifice, of commitment, of consecration, of holiness, and then apostolic mission, making sure that everybody in our world has heard the gospel, had a chance to be in a life-giving church, just doing all that stuff that we see in the Book of Acts. And I and I was really excited about this message and call us back as a movement. In the morning that I woke up that I was gonna speak, uh, it was either a vision or a dream. I don't know how to explain it other than uh, uh, I heard the Lord speak to me and say, I'm conscripting the Antioch movement for such a time as this. Yeah, I remember it. 
Yeah, and I'm like, what a strange word. I don't think I'd ever use that in a sentence. I knew what it meant. It meant to be drafted or to be taken in. Um, it's usually a governmental uh, thing. And, uh, and then I immediately thought of the Queen Mary. And I thought, okay, I don't know much about the Queen Mary. I think it's like a granddaughter boat of the Titanic or something. And uh, so I looked up the word conscription. I looked up Queen Mary and Queen, the Queen Mary had been conscripted by the Allied forces. It was a cruise ship. Then they then retrofitted it to haul troops to five different continents, over 500,000 people in order to win the war. So they had taken this cruise ship, retrofitted into a troop carrier to disperse it around the world to win the war uh, against evil. Wow. I thought, God, that is crazy. You're conscripting the Antioch movement. And again, that's not just for us. Of course, God's calling the body of Christ. But but it's so uh, I'm just so grateful that God speaks in such unique ways. So I was able to take this word, apostolic vision of Jesus, apostolic lifestyle, apostolic mission, with God speaking, conscripting us for now. Let's not be the cruise liner church. Let's be the troop carrier church. Let's get on with this uh, because God has called us for such a time as this. That's uh, even on that word. You know, it's so, I hadn't thought about it, but think of all the events now. It was a time of national crisis, right? right? Where, and you get conscripted whether you want to or not. Well, whether we want to or not, we're we're here. Yeah. And I remember even in that prayer time, it's okay, God, we're we're in, you know, you don't have to, we'll we'll do what you want. But it's so crazy, you know, the word felt so significant then, and we had application that we responded to, but all the more so today. And for the 500 of us who were in the room, wow. I mean, what a powerful, relevant word for us. Yeah, and six months later, we gathered in Dubai for all of our people from around the world. And, and you know, our prophetic voices were just saying it, uh, you know, that, that God is saying the time is now. Just run this last two years between now and the end of 2020. Hey, that, that God, what God spoke in 2015, urgent, uh, but not anxious, but let's go for it. Just being reinforced again in this whole, don't say four months and then comes a harvest, but harvest is now. And so we collectively met in Dubai and I thought it was significant, literally in the middle of the world, representing all the nations of the earth. We're there together with our people from working in 43 different countries, our U.S. pastors and leaders, we're all there. We're hearing this time is now clarion call and we're just laying it out, all right. Who can plant a church here? Who can uh, sacrifice here? What's it gonna look like to live differently? How are we gonna be the people of God? I'm sitting here, as we're sitting here talking, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. God saw the crisis we're currently in coming, and he was trying to get us ready. I remember you even saying, that I am not making plans past 2020. Yes. Not as though, you know, but just more saying we we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We want right. to embrace the now word of God. Yes. And make sure we respond fully and then we'll plan the next decade. But it was this idea of urgency of right. we're going to push through 2020 and give it our all. Yep. And then we'll take stock and see what God's doing. But wow, I mean, you know, at the time it was motivational and God, that was one of the most powerful encounters with God we've yes. had. At least I've been a part of in a long sure. time. It was really significant, and we so sensed the Word of God. Um, but even as you shared those words, it's looking back on it, it's yeah. stunning, really, Amazing. that yeah. God had been speaking to us. So, And it was so particular about the year 2020. That was, yes, that's it wasn't just deal. urgency, yeah. but it was 2020 urgency. Yeah. And, as, and as, I, as I stood up to kind of address the congregation in January of 2019, 
and kind of conferring with kind of, again, our prophetic voices, our leaders. Uh, I remember Joe Ewan saying, uh, the time is now word is for 19 and 20. It's not just a one year word. We're, we're called to run this out till the end of 2020. So I was kind of speaking that out, declaring that. And so we're getting our rhythms, our processes in place. We're just kind of doing our best we can to respond. And it's the spring of, of 2019, um, around April. And um, I'm speaking on prayer. I'm sitting on the front row. And I, again, have this encounter with God. And I just, for those listening, these are rare occurrences. Not hearing God, we all hear from God, but having kind of some vision type deals that that just come from the throne room, not stuff that even I'm soliciting. It just, I'm sitting there, we're in worship, and I begin to see these gears turning and faster and faster and faster. And I hear the Lord saying, it is a time of acceleration. Everything you've sown into this point in this moment will be accelerated and multiplied. You guys have sown as a movement. You people around you have sown deeply in the spirit and it's gonna be accelerated. The truths that you know, the things that you have to say, the things that God's put in your heart, it's gonna be accelerated like never before because it's a unique time in world history. So I'm having this kind of experience. I was teaching on Philippians 4 and somebody hits my shoulder and says, hey man, you got to get up and speak. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Open your Bible to Philippians 4. You know, we kind of have that very real now. Hey, I'm preaching through the Bible. We're just doing those things and we're always to do that. And then we have these um, prophetic words from God, these admonitions, these look up, be alert. There's something going on. And then the reinforcement of that along the way. And um, yeah, so that got us through 19. And um, you want me to just jump into 20? Yeah, take us. Take us. I think there's one more significant word yeah, that we yeah. carry. So again, uh, uh, Joe, you and I have always been together uh, in this journey, as well as so many of our other great leaders who always send in words at the end of the year and scriptures and admonitions. But this was an interesting one. The word 20 in the Hebrew, one of the words for 20, or one of the ways expressed, is the word hand or the open hand. And so Joe was sharing that with me, said I've been praying into 2020 and I just, it's the year of the open hand. And I'd studied it myself and looked at it and I don't know why neither one of us thought about it. We said, it's 2020, it's, it's the year of the double hand. It's the hand that opens up to reach up to God in the hand that opens up to reach out. That these, these places of prayer, intimacy, intercession, and connection are key and catalytic to activating this now time of God. And then our deep commitment to missional living as missional communities, not just being community for community's sake, but what, how do we missionally preach the gospel, make disciples, reach those who never heard, that this double-handed word of 2020 would be that next affirmation, that next catalyst for us to dive into prayer and intercession like never before, both in intimacy and contending for friends and neighbors and the nations of the earth, and then practically reaching out like never before. And man, as again, as we sit here, I'm thinking, wow, God, you are once again, one step ahead of right. us. This 2020 year is super significant. And I love the intimacy of the handwork because God's not just saying, all right, boys, do the best you can, you know, just go for it. Uh, he's saying, my hand, 
is leading you. My hand is holding you. My hand is going to undergird you. My hand is going to heal you, strengthen you, and my hand's going to empower you. So this is a this is a full orb affirmation encouragement that has really helped me personally and hopefully has helped me to uh, lead others uh, so good. To, to be on point. Amen. Yeah. God's speaking. He's speaking. Yeah. You know, going back to that, it's not, we couldn't have had the roadmap, yeah. right? Sitting, right? Sitting there in Colorado in 2015 right. or wow. at our conference two years ago, yep. we didn't have the roadmap, but God mm. spoke to us. And now looking back on it, mm. you just see the hand of God. And I think yeah. that should be an encouragement. In, in the lack of stability, the word of God, it, it stabilizes us Absolutely. and holds us together. And yeah. this is the, the witness of believers throughout history. This his, his word still upholds all things. Yes. And and we can really put hope in that. Mm. You know, I'll say I was talking with my daughter a couple days ago and, you know, she loves reading these history books. And I said, hey, hon, do you realize that you're living in a story that's going to be in history? Yes. And it got me to thinking, what story do I want written about myself? Mm. You know, as we look mm. back 10 years from now, 20 years from now, mm. if you're like me and you're telling your grandkids someday, mm. what do you wish you would have done in these days? And mm. I think that's... God's speaking to us. He's preparing us. Now, mm -hmm. how do we want to live? How do we want to embrace mm -hmm. the word of God and stand on it? And I think, mm -hmm. man, I, I think that 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 reality of what we do in this year sets a course the next decade. So let's not hold anything back Amen. that we'll wish we would have pressed into. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's wrap the conversation today really with a prayer. And that is uh, a prayer for all of us that we would press into our relationship with God like never before. May, may this be our highest water moment where we meet with God because we're seeking him, pursuing him. May this be a high water moment where we become more like Jesus, right? People are needing to see Jesus. Amen. And they see him when we're alive in him, living with him, walking with him, compassionately extending his hands. And lastly, let me uh, encourage us more than ever. Pray not only for the lost in your neighborhood, but pray for the nations of the earth to be awakened right. in the Buddhist world, the Hindu world, the Muslim world, like never before, because there's a worldwide shaking going on and God is shouting, hey, listen to me, walk with me, obey me, live with me, and I'll be seen on the earth again like never before. Amen. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Please make sure you subscribe. We'll keep pushing content out. So yeah. subscribe so you can keep up. Uh, please leave us a review and pass it along to a friend who you think might be encouraged by what we shared today. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time. <laughs>